0: Hey, this is Brent Leary, and um, still here in Vegas, but this is not a CRM Players video. Well, CRM Players would have gotten a lot better looking if it <laughs> were a CRM. <laughs> <laughs> not that Paul is not good looking, but... Anyway, I'm here, still at Oracle MCX, with Ginger Collin, the U.S. editor for The Drum. And a long time friend, I knew her before, she was playing with drums, but anyway, <laughs> Thanks for joining me.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Brent. This is the, I love the, the on the fly uh, interview. Yeah. Or a conversation. Because I'm going to ask you questions, too.
0: Oh, so you're going to turn the tables. Okay. Well, that's okay. That's what I do. That's exactly what you do. Matter of fact, I have a big question that you are asking a few people. Yes. Around a really interesting digital marketing topic because that's kind of what you do, right?
1: It's what I do, but also this October is the 25th anniversary of digital marketing and basically kicking off uh, in mid-October with the the anniversary, that 25th anniversary of the first banner ad. And Um. there is one banner ad that um, is known to be the first, but there were actually a handful, about 12, I think, launched that same day. So Wait a
0: minute. there hadn't been any banner heads before this one day and then just on this one day 12 from different areas from different people all on the same kicked day
1: kicked off. That's
0: kind of strange.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure of the history of how it all worked. That's <laughs> one of the things I'm going to be looking further into this year, but we're going to be carrying the theme throughout the year to drum. So you'll see different articles. And so one of the one of the questions I'm kicking off with is asking people. From their point of view in the market, what do you think was the most significant moment in digital marketing over that past 25 years?
0: So we're going back to basically 1994. So that was before Google too, right?
1: It's just, and the, fir- the funny thing about the first, the first um, banner ad is it says, it says something like, um, click here, you may not yet but you will Really? It's like, that's it was cool. almost predictive re- <laughs>
0: okay. way to work in <laughs> <end> that. <up. laughs> well, okay, so I was thinking about a couple of things. I was thinking about the first like email marketing campaign and how that's kind of changed the world of marketing and spam. Uh, and then I mentioned Google, so I was thinking about search, and then I was thinking on top of search there's Google AdWords, and that kind of changed everything too. Yeah. And so if I were to tick one over the other, I would tick the, go off the board and go with the unsubscribed list, <laughs> 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 only because all these other things have inundated us and flooded us with ads and emails and spams and from a consumer perspective. I like having some choice and some power over the messaging that comes to me at this point, but all right, I'm going to go with, actually, I'm going to go with search. Yeah, Because that, it changed so many things, and and I guess it wasn't even Google that started, but it was Google that kind of perfected it and got our attention. And then on on top of search, you do have AdWords, and that really changed the game, so I'm going to have to say search.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's interesting, too. because they're searching Google. But then if you think about how search has evolved, even within, within sites, within you know, if you go to Amazon or Facebook or Instagram and, and people are searching for things that may wind up in a, in a purchase and not necessarily um, you know, starting at Google. There's, it's, it's really has changed the game. And then as we we're talking about in our panel yesterday, you're going to have more and more voice search. Yeah. So that's going to change the game again in the future.
0: So it's, it's like continually changing the game. So it's search started out as one thing, and then we get a mobile search, and now we're going to voice search. And like you said, it's not even just Google, because I think over half of the product searches are done on Amazon. Yeah. And it just seems like it's foundational. Although email marketing, I mean, it's kind of hard yeah. to ignore that one too. Yeah. Although I try, because I get so many of those emails.
1: <laughs> email is a workhorse. It mm-hmm. definitely has staying power. And it's, yes, there are some companies that over email, but yeah. other companies that focus more on personalization and sending the right messages you know, to the right people at the, at the hope to, hopefully more optimal times, you know, sometimes on their schedule, but at least m- with more relevancy, can really get some terrific engagement and conversions.
0: Well, and you mentioned yesterday you had an opportunity to talk to the folks over at Mac Truck. Mm-hmm. And you would think it's 2019, people have been, businesses have been doing this forever, all businesses have been doing this stuff forever now, but that's not really the case.
1: Right, yeah, Mac Truck has really um, dived wholeheartedly into digital marketing, really just the past year. I mean, they, they tested some things before, but this past year they have done. Um, significantly more than they had in the past. And everything from um, social, they they did influencer marketing, they gave trucks to two trucking influencers.
0: They gave like real Mack trucks? A
1: Mack truck <laughs> to each one of them with a kit on how to kind of do a diary of um, their journey of using this truck for, for a year. And that's been going really well, they have only a team of four in marketing, mm. and one of them is, is a video um, expert, and they've done a whole series that they're doing a second season of this coming year that's been doing, performing really well for them, and wow. the, um, what the head of marketing there was saying is that he loves it because as much as he, you know, loves the traditional print and things like that, He can really see how digital goes right to the pipeline, Mm. and he feels like he should be accountable for helping to sell Mack trucks by, you know, getting into the pipeline for them to give sales over to their, you know, sales-ready leads over to their dealers. Yeah,
0: well, that's really cool. But I got to ask you now because you asked me which one did I pick. So, what did you pick?
1: Oh, I I haven't picked one yet. Now the pressure's on. Oh that's a good one You know, so it's so a good one because you know, yeah I, didn't you come I, up with a question? I did come up with a question <laughs> um, the, yeah you're you're kind of spoiled for choice because um, just the 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 access to information that we have now um, mm. in in real time has been has changed the game for business and put so much pressure on business as well to um, yeah. to keep up with consumers' expectations. And again, from the panel yesterday we were talking about, um, there's a book called The Entitled Consumer. And it talks about how so many of us, um, about three quarters according to the study that's the foundation of this book, feel some level of entitlement, which means that you expect special privileges. And part of that is because of this the way digital marketing, or you know, digital in general, has brought such a real-time nature to everything we do. I mean, if you want something, you can probably find it and order it in seconds. Hmm. If you, um, or maybe, you know, minutes. <laughs> um, if you're, you want information, if you wanna teach yourself something, you can find it and do it online. I actually fixed something in my car with an online video, <laughs> so it was a simple, was a really not that mechanical that of, a, said, of an yeah. issue. Okay. But still, I mean, it's amazing what you can do today with the information, um, and because of that, the way marketers can reach out to you, not just to sell, but also to help you, yeah. and that's really where it makes the difference.
0: Yeah. So, was that an answer? Uh,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so you're, you're going over the whole, you know, 25-year mark, but I want to go look to the future. And what do you see as a future game changer, uh, whether it's, you, know, you mentioned the word predictive, and, and, you know, one of the things that came out of the conference uh, was around CX Unity, being able to take all this data and aggregate it and find insights and do something with it. Uh, We just talked about video, Mm -hmm. um, mobile, augmented reality. I mean, there's a ton of stuff that is out there, but which of any of those (laughs) or maybe something else is gonna be a big, big, big game changer over the next decade or 25 years or whatever?
1: I have to say, um, so I'm all about the data. (laughs) Um, So I'm gonna have to say machine learning slash AI, right? Because what marketers can learn and predict using that technology, I mean, it's already established, there are companies that, that use it and use it fairly well, but yeah. once more companies do more with it, um, especially you know as they kind of weave it into their, their systems, I think what marketing will be capable of will be amazing on the one hand, and on the other hand, marketers re- will really need to have policies in place to respect privacy and um, you know, it's going to be a situation of what you can do versus what you should do because right. of the amazing things that machine learning and AI can bring us.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned, uh, I don't know what the phrase was yesterday, it was like creepiness to something. Oh,
1: like the cool creepy factor. Yeah,
0: that's it. Yeah, you, you, it's good to be cool but you don't want to cross the line and be creepy. Yes. And it seems like it's so easy and it's getting easier to cross that line.
1: It is, absolutely. So So. what's yours in the next 25 years that you think is going to be the big impact?
0: Something that helps the Rams win the Super Bowl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that might be data too, you know, knowing which players to bring on. Yeah, you know? no,
0: that's the whole sabermetrics thing. Uh, look, if it no gets me a championship, I don't care. <laughs> if, it, if I have to get a lot of emails and that somehow translates into a champ, okay.
1: It could be the the customer experience, whether you're you know at the game or watching the game from afar, and the team is using data to keep up with its fans. That's that could cool. be something.
0: That's cool too. Yeah, uh, you know when you think about the last 25 years, could anyone in 1994 predict what was going to make this big game change over the past 25 years? So I find it difficult to even put a real serious guess out there about that. Um, I'm just going to say, you know, whatever.
1: Wait and see. Wait Wait and and see see. what the technology brings us. I hope
0: I'm still around there. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so uh, where can people learn more about what you do at the drum?
1: Uh, the drum.com. It has It's chock full of information about marketing.
0: Chock full. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for having me on and talking about this question. And when, is that, when are we going to start seeing some of these answers coming out?
1: In the next couple of weeks.
0: Cool. And I know a couple of people that are going to be getting some of those answers in, so that'd be cool.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Brent. Hi.